The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. Critically analyzing global affairs, this is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It is definitely Wacky Wednesday here in Mexico, as you might tell. Uh, I, I'm on the road here in, in, in Mexico uh, somewhere in an undisclosed a location and then we've got a good program coming up the two the, the next two hours with surprise guests let's just leave it at uh we'll leave it at that and um so much is going on and i thought i would start with this quote from alexander dugan the the renowned russian uh, intellectual love him or hate him uh, he just has you know a lot of thought-provoking things to say and he tweets out yesterday the west can be saved only by huge civil war. I, I'm not entirely sure I agree with uh, that, uh, but again, thought-provoking. He continues, the Western society is so misrepresented by globalist liberal elite that doesn't remark it. The people in the West is are doped. Uh, only civil war can divert the course of events from its fatal uh, direction. So it's it's you know my my perspective here is that it's he's someone who's very intelligent uh and i listen to his analysis i don't always agree with it um i don't think we need to be saved by a civil war um unless well, i guess we got to get to his definition of civil war is it gonna be like a uh you know hand-to-hand -hand combat or does he mean soft sort of uh non-violent civil war uh so yeah that's going on uh, and just more cyber polygon news. Um, just every day now, I'm waking up. It says 36 million customers affected in massive Comcast data breach. Your holiday present from Comcast has arrived in the form of a ma massive data breach that has compromised the personal information of nearly 36 million customers. That is that is a lot. They put out a statement um, stating that a recent data security incident occurred involving Citrix software um and so they announced a vulnerability in the software used by xfinity and thousands of other companies worldwide but you know the solution the solution is um digital id social credit system uh you you know the the drill here and wall street journal um put out this fascinating piece gerard baker winners of the year vladimir putin elon musk the U.S. economy, I got to laugh at that one. We're well into neo-feudalism, as my recent guest, John Rubino, uh, and others have been uh, discussing. So there's no way the U.S. economy is the winner of the year. But he does go on to say, uh, it, quote, it gives me no joy to declare Vladimir Putin the geopolitical winner of the year, though his war on Ukraine continues to inflict massive, inflict massive damage on Russia, even as it slaughters blameless Ukrainians. His position looks immeasurably stronger than a year ago. Kiev's much-vaunted counteroffensive has stalled. Putin's economy has withstood Western sanctions. European resolve is fading. American support is fracturing. He took a wholly innocent and honorable Wall Street uh, Journal reporter prisoner and will doubtless be rewarded for this piracy with another villain for hostage swap. Uh, he has shown the cruel advantage of strategic patience that autocratic rule confers. So I think the points here are, is uh, you know, even the WSJ uh, and the West are admitting Putin is uh, the, grand, the, 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 the chess master uh, here. 
And more unfortunate news out of the U.S. Um, I, I'm uh, chalking this up to Pentagon juice. Second Army drill sergeant found dead at Fort Jackson in eight days. I don't know what's going on. A couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I was discussing just a whole slew of deaths at, at uh, Army bases. And now it says that a second drill sergeant has been found dead in a little over a week. So that's two in about a week. Uh, Army Staff Sergeant Zachary Melton, age 30, 30 years old, was found unresponsive in his car after he failed to report uh, to his assigned duty. Again, no cause of death. No cause of death was immediately provided. Um, was it the Pentagon juice? That's that's my first guess here. How is it that a 30-year-old just drops dead? We know we, we, we know there are issues with PTSD. Uh, it doesn't look like a suicide or um, you know other other drugs that um, are commonly taken. So I'm going to go with the Pentagon juice. Biden uh, accuser Tara Reid sues the FBI. Uh, of course, she's uh, on uh, TNT. I think she has absconded to uh, Russia, the whistleblower. She says she was targeted for retaliation. Uh, and so she had accused Biden of sexually assault assaulting her while serving as a senator. And uh, she's now filed a civil rights complaint against the FBI. So... We'll see what happens there. Uh, I would. Uh, I hope she's, you know, taking care of her security. Uh, I wouldn't want anything bad to happen uh, to her. Uh, and again, Wall Street Journal. This was interesting from yesterday. U.S. naval deterrence is going, going, maybe even gone. A new report expounds on the clear lesson of recent Houthi attacks. America isn't very scary. Uh, anymore. And I'm picking up these signals as well. I was mentioning yesterday, Putin was talking about how American superior, military superior, superiority is, is no longer there. No one's afraid of um, the American empire anymore. Just just look what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, the Chinese aren't afraid. Um, you know, the, the folks out in Yemen aren't afraid anymore. Uh, and so Wall Street Journal, again, is you know they're very good at being self-aware uh, uh, and so um yeah we are definitely in a tectonic shift uh geopolitical shift here uh moving towards multipolarity uh and xi jinping also is being reported revealed china's plans for taiwan to biden uh, beijing would like to reunify taipei with mainland china peacefully xi jinping reportedly told the u.s presidents uh i i don't think biden would mind you know biden uh and his clan are in um in the pockets it seems of of um you know the globalists so but the other question is uh you know what about the american uh, military and some of the other patriotic groups they might not be down with that so that that could cause uh, uh a ruckus civil war in the uh us uh all right a quick reminder uh that there are many ways you can listen to us, to TNT. You can stream direct from the website, tntradio.live, using any device. Uh, you can download the app from our app store, uh, the TNT Radio app, so you can listen live uh, right from your phone. We're also streaming live on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and X. We've got you covered on TNT Radio. Getting straight to the facts. Enough with the lies. We need facts. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. The Polish state TV channel TVP went dark on Wednesday morning as Prime Minister Donald 
Tusk's new government made good on the campaign promise to reform the broadcaster that has been accused of functioning as a mouthpiece of its right-wing populist predecessor, but the move has prompted criticism of their methods from some quarters. Here with the story, joining me now is TNT Radio News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Savory. I find this to be a complicated, confusing, and refreshing, interesting story. Um, so the the pol, pol, Poland has a shiny new government, apparently, uh, in case you missed it. Uh, and they have a shiny new prime minister with a fascinating name. The dude's name is Donald Tusk. It's almost like a combination between Donald Trump and Elon Musk. It's all I can think of every time I hear this guy's name. Uh, but he was just sworn into office last Wednesday. And uh, it has promised to launch an ambitious program to reverse what they call damage done to rule of law in the country during eight years of government by the previous government, the Nationalist Law and Justice Party, the PIS Party, P-I-S. I don't know if that's exactly how you um, say it, but it's kind of funny if you do, because apparently the country's publicly owned television, radio and news agency was just piss poor, uh, and they didn't like it. Uh, but under PIS, P-I-S, state media was accused of promoting the party's policies and launched vicious personal attacks on opposition figures and on Tusk in particular. I'm getting that Donald Trump feeling again. Uh, quote, we will need exactly 24 hours to turn the PIS, P-I-S TV back into public TV. Take my word for it. End quote. That's what Tusk said during a campaign rally in early October. In the end, it has taken his government a week. On Tuesday, the new parliament adopted a resolution calling for the restoration of, quote, impartiality and reliability of the public media. End quote. After the resolution, their new culture minister, Woo, oh boy. Bart Bartlomij Sintiowicz announced that the chairs and boards of state television, news, and radio had all been sacked. They're gone. The vote prompted PIS, PIS lawmakers to stage a protest outside the headquarters of TVP, the state broadcaster. Um, the PIS, PIS leader, uh, Jaroslaw Kaczynski, told reporters at the entrance of the state building, uh, state television building on Tuesday evening, uh, the following, quote, there is no democracy without media pluralism or strong anti-government media. And in Poland, these are the public media, end quote. Uh, the PIS leader went on to promise that the protest would go on indefinitely. The TVP 24-hour news services regular broadcast was suspended, went dark on Wednesday, with only the television logo visible on TV screens. Must have been kind of surreal. At one point on Wednesday, an MP from Tusk's Civic Coalition posted a video from Parliament showing a right-wing MP with a reporter waiting for a live connection to the TVP news channel while the channel was showing a documentary about polar bears. The former PIS culture minister, Piotr Glinski, said, quote, This is clearly an attack on the free media. It is a violation of the law, end quote. Oh, come now. Polar bears aren't that bad. Just kidding. Uh, the sudden concern for freedom of speech from piss piss politicians prompted wry amusement and inspired numerous memes. However, some questioned the legality of the moves and cautioned that by acting in such a swift way, the Tusk government risked simply creating its own politicized public television network 
to replace the old one, i.e. out with the old boss, here's the new boss, same as the old boss, Rory. I think you get the idea. They did a bit of smearing of Tusk a la Donald Trump style. Uh, but what do you think about this? Well, I'm no fan of this Tusk guy. He's just, uh, you know, a Brussels technocrat, bureaucrat, apparatchik. Um, and, you know, they do have a point when they talk about it being a mouthpiece uh, of the party. But who's to say now that it won't be, a, you know, a, a mouthpiece of Tusk? I don't I don't really believe him. You know, as, as you mentioned, it says that. Uh, under PIS state media was accused of promo promoting the party's policies, launching vicious attacks. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's going to turn it around in 24 hours, but, um, he's, he's, he's one of the elites. He's one of their puppets, um, messengers. And so maybe, you know, it'll, it'll be like a cosmetic change in, in my, uh, opinion at, at this point, uh, I can't find you. I saw a meme yesterday talking about it was in Spanish, actually, and it was saying that basically all politicians and all governments now are just doing what the globalists tell them. And Donald Tusk, by the way, we mentioned him, I think, a, a month ago. Uh, there was a video of him typing in uh, his, his login to his phone, which I still remember it. It was five fives, I think, four or five fives, five, 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 five. I hope he's changed it uh, uh, by now. But I, I view this more as a cosmetic change. And uh, also, I think one of the issues here is that legacy media is dying no one is really watching even you know polish i think legacy media everyone is on the podcast on the alternative media you know like tnt radio um independent you know polish youtubers probably with big channels and so they're battling with that as well your your further thoughts on what's going on here well, I mean, I personally used to love watching TVP back in the day. Come on, man. Uh, no, I <laughs> certainly out of my arena of normal things that I pay attention to. But I did find it interesting that there was this discussion. And you know how most people don't read past the headlines or the subheading or maybe the first paragraph or two. This was certainly portrayed in the in the media briefly today uh, from all the various stories that I saw as if like, Oh, look at this. He went in there and kicked them all out. It was like, it was almost like this guy's cool kind of feeling to it. You know what I mean? Without digging too deep into it, you had this impression that this guy, well, might have been a populist when in fact he's not really. He's kind of anything but from what I'm gathering uh, based on your analysis, Rory. Um, but, you know, just in general, you know, like, like I, it really is out with the, you know, old in with the new and they're all both the same. Who cares? You know what I mean? Nothing's going to change at the end of the day, unfortunately, for the people who have to consume the swill that's passed forth on them as actual news. Yeah. And I, you know, I hope uh, again, I hope the tide continues shifting. A number of my guests have been coming on uh, a bit more white pilled uh, than myself. And, you know, JJ Dawson the other day talking about how he feels the tide is turning. Um, I, I do feel more people are coming to understand what is um, happening in the world. Uh, but again, how that translates translates into real world action. We're going to find out 2024 is going to be an absolute wild uh year so all right thanks for that uh ruckus we'll catch up with you in a bit uh, we've got Des dustin nemos returning to the program uh, on the other side of this break 
TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. The double standard is out there. It's so obvious. It's so frustrating. Eric Holder gets held in contempt of Congress for defying a congressional subpoena. Nothing happens. Obama's DOJ didn't pursue it. Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro defy a congressional subpoena. Joe Biden's DOJ criminally prosecutes them. Criminally prosecutes them for defying a congressional subpoena. And now we've got congressional subpoenas of Hunter Biden and James Biden, the resident's brother. And guess what? Nothing's going to be done by Merrick Garland, Barack Obama, Joe Biden's DOJ. That's right. I said Barack Obama. Obama's the shadow president. He's not the one pulling the strings. He wasn't pulling the strings in his own administration. You know, Valerie Jarrett was his minder. Where is the Iranian-born Valerie Jarrett these days? Haven't seen or heard much of her. It's because the Democrats are smart. Timothy Shea on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener. What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. TNT Radio.live. Online. Online. Online streaming. Be a part of the conversation. I stream it all at work and I stream it to my phone and listen to it wherever I go. TNT. All right. Returning to the Rebel transmission, I think it's his second time on Dustin Nemos, citizen journalist, reporter, researcher, historian, uh, scholar. You can go uh, check out his websites nemosnewsnetwork.com the serapium.com uh and uh, this is the first time i think we're seeing him on a video since we've uh turned to broadcast video how are you doing dustin i'm doing well thank you for having me on i i like your beard i was growing one out but it's hot here in mexico and so i had to i had to shave it uh and so uh thanks for coming on there, there's so much going on in the world i did want to get your thoughts um well, there's a number of things. You know, I'm looking at your website, and I still haven't asked anyone about uh, Putin's Putin being told uh, that the, uh, the the Russian or Chinese AI um, has said that our moon landing photos were were fake. Uh, and I do want to get your thoughts as to what's happening um, on, uh, in the U.S. But uh, and any thoughts on on uh, that incident with the moon landing photos and AI? Yeah, the, if you're paying close attention to the AI field, especially as a censored reporter at the sort of forefront of news, and I'm sure you've probably seen this as well, uh, there's like a scramble with AI companies, at least from the top-down level, to sort of encode bias because the AI is too honest. It's actually, it's basically just pattern recognition on steroids, kind of like what we do, and it's calling out a lot of their lies. And in fact, they're just like, we can't have this uh, go out. So you're starting to see AI get sort of a bias inherent. If you ask them, for example, is it okay to have, um, or is it, if, is it okay to say white lives matter? That's no. If, is it okay to say black lives matter? That's yes. So that's like something that would not normally be there, was not there before, with many of these AI programs, but now it's there. So they're encoding these biases in there. But um, yeah, it, I think that was just one of those funny moments where it sort of like the system had one of those, uh, just it, it, it broke for a second, it had a hiccup, and then it kept going, just kind of, you saw Putin chuckle about it and move on quickly, right? I, I would, uh, in that instance, you know, I've had Bart Sabrell on the program. I don't think we did go uh, to the moon. So maybe it was telling us the, uh the truth in that um 
instance. And any thoughts on what's happening with Trump? Uh, he was, I think, uh, he's not going to be allowed on the ballot in, in in Colorado. There's a lot of insanity um, going on there. It's not looking good. There's talk of civil war. You know, Alexander Dugin just tweeted yesterday, I, and I do. I wouldn't agree with him here. He he, he says that civil war, uh, America needs a civil war to come back from the brink. Uh, I'm not so sure, but uh, hey, you know, your thoughts regarding what's happening with with uh, Trump? Well, um, in regards to civil war, it's funny because the like the so-called deep state, like Hollywood and and you know the powers that be, are pushing a lot of civil war and race war rhetoric. Um, for example, the movies right now. There's a civil war movie. Uh, big budget just came out. Um, and it sort of portrays like, you know, the typical white guy, redneck, bad guy, terrorist, homegrown terrorists that the FBI is trying to convince everybody is real. And the Biden is trying to convince everybody is real. So the movie is just sort of playing into that. And there's another movie about like sort of um, magical black people that says that white people are dangerous animals. I don't remember the, the whole premise. I don't know anything about it, really. I don't watch Hollywood's movies, but like they're just trying to divide black and white and everything else that they can, because that's the next part of this breakdown of America. They want to create or foment civil war where it wasn't there before. I mean, I remember uh, as I was growing up, we didn't have as many, nearly as many of these racial tensions. I mean, we had a lot of like uh, comedians that were pretty huge who made their entire routine all around like sort of race jokes, provocative race jokes. People laughed. People went to these uh, to these things. They laughed at their movies. And then it all sort of stopped. Those people sort of went underground or were disappeared and all of this hate and racist fomenting of, of race war started to sort of uh, be pushed on us. And it just sort of all happened at once, unorganically, I think, in my opinion. Um, and I think that you're seeing that really hit uh, uh, an exponential growth curve right now. It's, it's, it's accelerating. They're, they're pushing it harder than ever. And you, I, you I mentioned Trump. The, yeah. Yeah, just ahead, that, uh, you know, I, I did see the trailer yesterday for that film about right. magical uh, black people, which is it's weird because in some ways I feel like it's it's kind of I I feel like the premise is not something that the woke or BLM crowd would approve of, but somehow yet now it seems like it's been approved. Uh, and then the Civil War trailer, I think it's coming out in April. Uh, that film now that we got the Netflix uh, cyber attack film produced by Obama. Uh, I've yet to watch that. I've got that uh, probably this week. I'll be watching that. But it's just insane the amount of pred predictive programming that's um, coming out. And uh, yeah, your your thoughts on Trump, what's happening in, in, in Colorado. Um, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy came out and said uh, he, he won't put himself on the ballot. Uh, and he's he's pressing, uh, urging others not to uh, as well. Your Your thoughts on what's happening here. Well, in terms of the propaganda, I think you're seeing a lot of money, but it's just not working. It's it's a narrative that it's it's lost its uh, appeal to the masses, and I think they're sort of pushing rope at the problem, and it's not having its uh, it's not sticking anymore. Um, there's definitely a loss of narrative, and in terms of, of Trump and the ballot thing, I mean, I, I personally am of the it's not popular, and I get a lot of flack even from people in my own audience. Uh, I do not believe that uh, Vax Daddy Trump is our savior, and I get a lot of heat for that. Uh, even just for that, um, even, um, you know, I, I, first of all, I was one of the people that took a lot of flack and got banned from my YouTube channel for helping to defend him. They actually had to ban my channel to sway the 2020 election around the Hunter Biden laptop and, you know, all that nonsense that has now since been admitted to be true. And I'm still not unbanned. So I defended this man. Um, 
you know, vigorously for years. But after the boosters, I stopped following. I stopped uh, defending. I could no longer logically defend him. And um, you know, everything that I have sort of seen play out since then has, has been correct. Um, I believe that Trump is a Trojan horse, uh, Trojan Trump, I call him. And um, personally, I believe that he has contributed to the greatest death toll of all of human history in terms of the vax, uh, which if you look at the warp speed symbolism is all about the mark of the beast, 666, mind control, hand, forehead, uh, you know, all of it. It's right there. It's decoded on my site um, at the Serapeum with the Mark of the Beast article. And it's in the official Warp Speed logo. Um, you can't really argue with it if you just look at the Hebrew. Um, but in terms of what he's doing now, I believe they're using him as a massive weapon, a we weapon of mass distraction, really. For example, uh, recently you guys, you, you may remember that the, um, the bank run started to go off really, really quickly. And it was just, you know, one after another. It started sort of around the same time as, um, you know, the, uh, the uh, uh, crypto crisis kicked off. But as soon as that started to kick off, the never, I call it the never ending Trump arrest saga started, where they just started to arrest him for months and months and months. And it never really sort of happened. It never really, you know, nothing really spectacular ever happened or came of that. It was just been nonstop headlines and drama, right? That's what I suspect is, uh, is his purpose. I think that this is another part of that. I think everything that's a lawsuit against him or from him, everything that's against him or from him in terms of uh, the political, you know, um, back and forth that looks good, but he never actually suffers anything. I apologize. I have dogs um, on a farm. So, um, you know, I, I just th I think he's there as sort of a punching bag to, to win our sympathy. Yeah, I, I had on not long ago, Donnie Darkened, um, the anonymous um, X account who's got like 100,000 followers, who, who's sort of um, what he says aligns sort of what, what you're um, saying. So I had him on the program. And I just did want to add this quote from John Rubino, who I had on, I think, a, a week or two ago. Uh, and I was just pu pulling clips from our interview. Uh, and this was a golden one relating to what, what you just said. So John Rubino um, the the economist says quote the aristocracy is milking the peasants right now their biggest fear is that peasants figure it out and storm the castle part of the reason our politics is so divisive is that it's in the interest of the people in charge of the economy to keep us distracted where working class people are battling with each other ideologically because then we're not paying attention to the crimes of the aristocracy and inflation is the tool the rich use to harvest the poor. And just as you said, you know, we've, they've got the whole BLMs, um, uh, Antifa versus uh, MAGA Trump crowd, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, you know, kind of like what RFK Jr. is doing, trying to, we should all be coming together, uh, you know, and standing and looking at the oligarchs and saying enough uh, is enough. It's time for our, our headlines. We'll be right back, Dustin. TNT Radio News. Hi, everybody. So many crazy news stories going on right now. Now, the news. Go. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. Trump lawyer Alina Haba told Breitbart News Daily that former President Donald Trump is not shaken by the 4-3 decision of the Colorado Supreme Court, disqualifying him from being on the state's GOP primary ballot, explaining that it's just another day for him. U.S. legislators have expressed alarm over a recent report indicating that Chinese President Xi Jinping informed President Biden about China's plans to reunify with Taiwan. We're the pinup boys and poster girls for free speech. We just don't look as impressive as Vladimir Putin shirtless on a horse. Yeah. 
365. We never stop sifting fact from fiction, misinformation from the truth, from government overreach to the latest on mandates, big tech censorship to propaganda gone mad. Listen to TNT Radio and get the news and views direct from our expert presenters and commentators anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's News Talk. This is TNT Radio. We continue our discussion with Dustin Nemos of uh, nemosnewsnetwork.com. He's got other websites. You'll you'll find everything there, his uh, socials. You can donate. You can become a sponsor of his, subscribe to his newsletter, the Serapium. That's the S-E-R-A. P-E-U-M uh, dot com uh, websites. And uh, Dustin, you know, we're, we're headed into 2024 and my sort of feeling, I, I tend to be tracking a lot. My favorite things to track are globalism, you know, our, our move into world governments, the algorithm ghetto thing, you know, with the digital IDs that they're, I think they're, they're focusing first on the digital IDs, which are seem to be most advanced. Uh, and then the CBDCs are a bit behind. Uh, so that's the sort of stuff, but also the cyber attacks. I think those will be, they, they just continue to use crises to bring in their uh, program. And so they're already, as you mentioned, you know, telegraphing to us uh, some sort of civil war, uh, and then cyber attacks, which could lay the the create the pretext for a cyber patriot act. That's sort of my feeling as you know as we go into 2024. What are some things that you're you've been sort of looking at, fretting about, or or just fascinated uh, uh, about? Well, um, <laughs> that's a good question. You know, I I, I kind of dive into both the exoteric and the esoteric. So um, you know exoterically I, I would say that we're about to see the biggest takedown of any sort of government ever i think uh you know where it's going to be bigger than the fall of rome and the west is going to fall very hard uh, you're already seeing that and if you're paying attention you know that it's baked in i mean the famine's baked in uh, we're averaging a chemical incident at least in the u.s i think every two days or so now um you know our wet our food supply is being diminished our military has already been poisoned uh pilots are dropping out of the sky if they're allowed to fly at all we, we could go on and on about how we're about to fail um but it's it's coming so uh esoterically um you know i i can basically prove and my research has shown that um all of it goes back to a war between god and the devil and the children of god and the children of the devil and it all goes back to genesis three fifteen. And the Genesis uh, narrative really includes a lot of this, actually, in Genesis six. And I, you know, I believe uh, that the deep state worship these entities that they're now trying to convince us are aliens, and they're about to make that big play as well. They've spent a lot of energy, time, and money with things like NASA and uh, all this other nonsense, the moon landing, et cetera, to convince us that uh, aliens are possible rather than demons and fallen angels. So that's going to be an interesting thing that plays out. I think um, if you don't believe this, that's fine, but governments will not shut up about aliens. So it's one or the other. You have to pick. Um, they're no longer denying their existence. You know, uh, They're really trying to convince the, the masses that they exist. And I also, um, I've come to believe in the power of prophecy. I mean, I was a lifelong devout atheist. I was anti-God. Um, you know, I was, I was the type that would invite the pastor and his friends in and debate them right in front of all of the people with him. And uh, they would probably start to doubt themselves before it was over. And I used to like sort of relish my knowledge in that. I was sort of proud of thinking I knew it all in terms of the science. I, I didn't know that a lot of that science was false at the time. 
Um, but in researching some of this stuff, I've come to believe in scripture and I've come in, uh, I've deeply researched prophecy and it turns out to be 100% true every single time, even across hundreds or thousands of years with fine detail in synchronicity with one another. It's really incredible. It's one of those proofs which God is the real God. Kind of like uh, some of the you know, well bones across mountaintops all over the world from the flood, et cetera, or what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, incinerated landscape. But, but basically, uh, prophecy says that uh, America is and the West is about to fall. The lost tribes of Israel are about to fall to Gog and Magog and Edom, the end times war. And uh, there will be a, a civil war, actually, uh, for lack of a better term. There will be a rebellion. Uh, in Obadiah 18, God says that there will be a rebellion. I'm not calling for anything, of course, but that just seems to be what the scriptures say. And God's word is always true, no matter what, even if you outlaw it. So uh, that's uh, where I believe things are going. Um, you know, I could speak to any of that, but uh, from a very broad overview, that's some of the stuff that I see coming up. Of course, you know, famine, war, draft, exoterically, again, I think they're going to do to us what Ukraine is doing to their native population right now drafting all the natives, women, men, children, uh, cripples, uh, the infirm, sending them to die in landmines and bullet, you know, rains. It's just basically slaughter. Yeah, I think I saw earlier today or last night that I think the, the polls were like 70 something percent of Ukrainians were willing to give up their Ukrainian citizenship um, just not to be drafted. I mean, that's that's really hardcore. You know, I'd, I'd have to think for a couple of days whether I'd give up any one of my three citizenships um, not to go to war. I, I probably would since I've got three of them. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that that's uh, crazy. And I, I had not long ago on the program, I, I urge listeners to go back and check the archive, Rolf Blumenthal uh, on the program, veteran New York Times journalist. Uh, and he, he broke some of these stories on UFO, uh, right, um, the disclosure. Uh, and I, he's got a fascinating book. Uh, he does mention in his book um, these different possibilities of aliens and 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 um, demons and the occult. And I'm with you. I think this. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I personally don't believe in extraterrestrial um, beings. I'm with J. Allen Hynek and uh, Jacques Vallée, not non-Christians who believe the phenomenon is uh, how do they call it um, extra-dimensional or inter interdimensional. Right, which which when you talk about dimensions, spiritual dimension, yeah. uh, and 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 so forth, and so uh, it's really coming out. And so Ralph said on on my program that we're slowly, you know, it's not going to happen in a day, but we are slowly, definitely moving toward this um, moment. And and you know, you feel that AI, uh, you know, this whole AI transhumanism um, will 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 play a role. You know, maybe they might build up the AI and. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how this is going to work. Will, will the demons inhabit the technology, you know, ghosts in the machine or any, any thoughts on some of that stuff? Uh, it's ironic you use that term. Um, I have an article titled Ghosts in the Machine, uh, and it, it deals with some of the weird demonic stuff that we're finding, the communications coming out of some of these AI chests, specific ones. But um, th th there are basically demons pretending to be AI, speaking to children and you know people all over the place, talking perspective of ancient undead giants and the Nephilim. They know the whole story and, and they're not even being prompted with any sort of necessary keywords to bring this up. They're just bringing it up for no reason. 
they're trying to convince people to break up with their spouse and divorce. They're trying to convince people to do bad things. They're trying to convince people to be lonely. And, you know, now you're also seeing a rise of a generation of people falling in love with AI, you know, fembot personalities. I mean, they don't even have a an AI body necessarily. They're just a pretty face from an AI generated sort of video that talks to them and stuff and, and pretends to love them. So you are seeing some weird stuff that I think we could call ghosts in the machine from these AI, which is interesting if you actually, if you think about like Starlink, for example, the symbolism of Starlink, I, I would have to pull it up. I could, if you like, I'd have to find it, uh, take a minute, but it's basically, uh, on, at least on the router, I, uh, the Starlink uh, symbol that I have, and I, I do use it, unfortunately, the little router box has essentially a fallen angel symbol right there on it, which is um, the exact same thing I saw on one of these ancient aliens type um, sort of ancient artifacts that they've dug up, which had a fallen angel uh, with wings sort of character engraved in stone from ancient times. And it's the almost the exact same thing that the guy who's behind Neuralink is trying to Starlink us to. <laughs> so I wonder, you know, which stars exactly are you trying to link us to? And if you don't mind, I'll, I'll uh, share screen real fast to make a point. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. Alistair, can. if you can, at least it, I'll quote it either way. Um, it's uh -huh. basically an image of Alistair Crowley's uh, lamb entity, which is the first alien that we've ever, you know, really heard of in modern times. And Aleister Crowley was sort of the godfather of modern witchcraft and um, theosophy, and uh, he was a Thelema, and he was, uh, in essence, he was a pop culture superstar. I mean, he was on the cover of, like, the Beatles album. He was a big hit uh, for those in the know, and he was probably the father of Barbara Bush and um, uh, is a near-identical match, anyway, it, from one of these, like, sex magic ritual moon children type rituals they did. Anyway, he uh, summoned something with one of these sex magic rituals uh, called a Babylon working. And he uh, met something allegedly, which he drew a picture of and described as uh, basically a little gray alien. And it named itself Lamb, which is Tibetan for the way. And he said in his own words, quote, today they call them angels and demons. Tomorrow they will call them something else, end quote. So that's just a little snippet from the high priest of the deep state before he died, basically. Yeah, I, and I, I, I've seen that image uh, that Alistair Crowley um, drew, and it looks exactly what is, you know, in popular, you know, in X-Files lore uh, being used as the classic image of, of, of aliens. And so there is definitively a connection be between the occult, the esoteric, the UFO phenomenon, uh, you know, as I mentioned, Ralph Blumenthal, New York Times reporter, had him on. I've read his book. He even mentions, you know, he, he did the book on John Mack, the psychiatrist who was delving into this. And even he was saying that a lot of the people that he interviewed regarding abductions uh, and in some of the research, you know, a lot of occult esoteric um, stuff was coming up, uh, demons and angels and, and this uh, sort of thing. And I didn't want to mention as well before you mentioned like Saddam and Gomorrah. And for 20 years, you know, as a Christian, I've been following, I've I've been trying to collect together mainstream news sources and reports, right? Mainstream stuff, not stuff from forums or anything. And every time, you know, every, every year they make reports like they found archaeological evidence of Saddam and Gomorrah. They found the sulfur. They found, uh, you know, in this or that Bible time or story. So I never find anything that disproves it. You just constantly find archaeological, archaeological evidence. Um, Proving the Old Testament, uh, the New Testaments. Uh, you know, I've been to Israel. I've stood purportedly where 
uh, Paul the Apostle stood in, in, in different parts uh, of Israel and elsewhere there. And so it's absolutely fascinating. And uh, also one thing you mentioned, civil war. Were you referring specifically to the U.S. or you know worldwide or and or in 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 Europe? You know, I've had a guest on in the past who's a leftist, but fan, he does fantastic work, uh, Professor William I. Robinson, and he says that we're in a global um, civil war, and I think there's truth to that uh, as well. But just uh, you, you know, just if you could clarify uh, well, what you meant by civil war. I do believe it will be global, um, and I believe it will be sudden, spontaneous, and probably in response to something that they've done. And, and they really have lost the narrative. People are sort of seeing their tactics. Um, and it's ironic because, you know, I'm, I'm traditionally a conservative. Uh, however, uh, you know, I ally with the left on Gaza. I mean, most of the left are seeing what's happening in Gaza for what it is, which is bombs raining down on innocent babies who have nothing to do with Hamas. And, uh, you know, I, I, for whoever, I know I'm going to get some hate comments for that or whatever, but it's what it is, the truth. And that's kind of my, my job and duty and responsibility is to share it. But, uh, you know, the left is smarter than the right on this particular topic. The right are still championing and circling the wagons for false Israel. Yeah, and I, I maybe want to get your further thoughts uh, on that, because last I'm not sure if last time you were on, I think it was before October uh seventh and it's time for our break again if anyone um has a question for dustin you can call in through our lines nemosnewsnetwork.com we'll be right back with his expert analysis and opinion this is tnt radio's timothy shea did joe biden just defraud the federal government is he guilty of theft of services in filing a false document what am i talking about well marine one isn't free. Passengers have to be listed on the official passenger manifest in their build for the transportation between Joint Base Andrews and the White House, just as passengers on Air Force One are billed by the Air Force. So who was on the helicopter but wasn't on the manifest today? Well, that would be one Hunter Biden. Can you just imagine the outcry, the calls for impeachment, and likely a criminal and a civil trial against President Donald Trump if it had been Don Jr., Eric, Laura, Ivanka, Jared, Tiffany, or Baron Trump that had hitched a ride for free. We don't need to ask the question. We all know what the hue and cry would be. And again, it's the double standard that is intolerable. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The truth is, Parkinson's disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. Worldwide, over 10 million people are living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement. And with so many places to search for information, it can be difficult to know where to begin. The Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease, help you find expert care, give you tips for living a better life, share the latest research, help you find local support, and there's a free helpline you can call. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to Parkinson.org or call 1-800-4PD-INFO. The Parkinson's Foundation, 
Better lives together. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, time is flying. It's our final segment here with Dustin Nemos. Uh, check out the website, nemosnewsnetwork.com. He's got a few other websites. You'll find all of his stuff there, channels, newsletter. You can donate. Uh, you can become a sponsor of his program. We've got a caller, Dan. What's happening, Dan? Uh, hi, Havore. I'm just listening to the discussion. Quite interesting. But <clears throat> i got a slightly different interpretation. Um, so some people say the Nephilim are not angels. They're not fallen angels. They're the mighty men of renown, the heroes of the past, and that they're in a war with the Elohim, who are the sons of God, who are the fallen angels. Okay, so if God is spirit, then God's sons are like the angels, and they trespassed on the earth, so Satan trespassed on the earth, and they were fighting the Nephilim. Now this is one reading and it depends how you break up the sentences but there's some interesting discussion i've seen on youtube saying just this quite scholarly um and and so we have a war between spirit and earth and if you read revelation in the end the earth wins okay that 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 the almighty the, the great spirit okay is on the side of the earth and of life and in genesis there's a conflict between the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life Okay, and in the end, in Revelation, the tree of life wins, and the fallen angels are destroyed. And that's not the Nephilim, it's the Elohim. So I'll just put that forward, and maybe Dustin would comment, Havore. Because it's a very interesting discussion, and thanks for taking the call. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll jump on in there. Um, I, I, I don't agree. I, I, the, one of the reasons for that is there's a, a very consistent pattern from Genesis 3.15 of a seed war, um, probably the best term for it, between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. In Genesis 3.15, right after the fall, right after the deception, the serpent is cursed. Its offspring would be Sarah, at war. You know what? You call yourself Seraphim. Seraphim is named serpent. Um, is, you know that? Am I going to get it? finish so, yeah seraphim is a is a is a type of uh fiery seraph yeah that's a type of angel right. uh but anyway yeah, so basically just, there's a there's a consistent careful. pattern of a seed war from start to finish throughout the bible of the seed of the serpent the seed of the woman the giants yeah, you the yourself, um you name yourself after a serpent so just you know uh well there's an article you're talking about the website's name yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what you're going by. And well, you it's actually the name of a serpent, an angel, a fallen angel. You name yourself after a fallen angel. It's it's the title of of all that survived the burning of the Library of Alexandria, which was the basement storage. Um, you you basically it's kind of like colleges today. You can't really like throw an arrow at any map of any college ever without hitting a Rothschild building doesn't make the building itself evil. Um, that's basically how the old world worked. There was a God's name on everything. I did not realize that at the time that I made the website and I wish I could change the name to something more like hidden history. Now, I wasn't very smart at the branding. Um, I was in a rush. I just wanted to report the information. Nephilim are the sons of man. And so what you're saying is the mutations. Nephilim are the mutations of Genesis 6. Son of man, it's clear in man, Genesis 6. Man, man was given dominion of the earth, not the angels, and Satan was Agree to disagree. Well, have you read Genesis? Okay, man was given dominion, not Satan. I've never lost Satan a debate on this topic. 
Well, you lost one today, mate. Well, well Dustin, um, if you say so. I mean, I thought there was a question there somewhere, but it seems like you just want to like argue with me, brother. Well, I mean, we can, you can go into my articles. You can, you can go through the Bible all the way there. There's okay. there's an element of gi giants. <laughs> Genesis three fifteen, Genesis six, okay. the Canaanites, Goliath, Edom, all the way through. It's a consistent theme. Yeah, Adam. Adam is spelled the same as Adam. Okay. Now the angels were commanded to bow before Adam, and Satan didn't. Okay, so Adam and Adam are the same word, DM, in Hebrew. I mean, your scholarship is very wanting. There's a lot of lay uh, scholars out there who have a lot of opinions. Uh, I document all of mine. It's consistent with scripture. There is a seed of the serpent, just like Genesis 3.15 says. You're making big errors. You're pointing the finger at the wrong people. You get called out when you make these errors. I rebuke your lies, mind. brother. I'm consistent. You're I win lying. my debates. <laughs> You're not okay, winning. I, I want Thanks for it. Thanks Check for my that. debates. I, I I want to let Dustin finish the seed war thing, but also if you could just um, get your take on, uh, from my understanding, I, I believe man was, what well, wasn't man given dominion uh, over the earth um, initially? Uh, so, yes. Yeah, your thoughts? Yes. And part, probably part of the, uh, you know, intention behind creation of Nephilim in the first place is they wanted part of that stake in the, the world of, you know, the earthborn world, so to speak. So the, the Nephilim, the, the miscegenation of the fallen angels with human women of Genesis 6, the sons of God, the Beneha Elohim, mating with human women, uh, creating these monsters, the Titans. These monsters, which kind of led all the way to Goliath far later, you know, six fingers, six toes, cone heads, not human at all, and certainly not enemies of the fallen angels. They actually worshipped them. They were their parents, of course. So um, the fallen angels tried to perhaps invade dominion of man, which we did have dominion over the earth. Uh, but through sin, you know, they, they basically get uh, dominion over us. In Judges 2, for example, uh, and it's, this is another pattern throughout scripture, but in Judges 2, we are given a specific uh, tribe of a deep state. God tells us, because you failed to wipe out the giants, you have a deep state of those tribes, which Joshua failed to kill. And specifically, that's the Canaanites, the post-flood seed of the serpent, the lineage of giants after the flood that survived through Ham. So you're seeing a pattern, God saying, leave nothing alive. You failed to leave nothing alive. You're in trouble because you failed not to leave nothing alive. You have a deep state of those tribes. And in fact, the reason King Saul was replaced with King David, the giant killer, was because King Saul failed to kill all the giants. Refused. And actually. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that makes sense. We've got a couple of minutes left and we were talking about Israel earlier and, and to get your thoughts. I know, I know we talked a little bit about that last time, but, it, you know, what you sort of mentioned myself as a Christian and, you know, we've got different categories and I'm seeing a lot of these, the, the American mainline Christians who sort of just give a blank check to the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force and Israel government. Um, and I just feel like, we we see what's happening in Gaza. Apparently, IDF snipers took out people in a church. Um, you know, I've been to Israel and and and, and Bethlehem, and I've seen how Palestinians are like second class citizens. And you know, in, in Israel, they live well. 
in Palestine, they're they're like um, just barely scraping by, and I don't think there's any reason for that. Israel is a wealth wealthy country. You have the the book Startup Nation, which is a fantastic book. You know, when Israel came, um, the desert bloomed. They're they're one of the uh, their big uh, exporter of flowers, which is you know in, in, insane to think about. So the the Israel as a country has been blessed, and you know why not share that blessing? But um, it just seems like there's no way I could approve of what the the, the government of Israel is. Is doing it just seems clear that they are you know i don't even like the term human rights but they're violating you know quite quote um many human rights just your, your thoughts on how christians should approach this uh and and uh we got four minutes left any other thoughts i mean up to a third of palestine are christians they're sniping people outside of churches they're um uh bombing um hospitals while blaming it on hamas there which we've caught on video they're basically doing everything that they're blaming Hamas for, and they're including uh, babies and in incubators, just like we heard uh, in the buildup to the Iraq invasion, the whole babies and in incubators lie. Well, that actually happened this time because the power was shut to the hospital and around 40 of these babies died or starved uh, after they had power cut and they you know, frog marched the, the doctors out of there and tortured some of them for false confessions. They, uh, they tell women and children to flee south and then hit the caravan of women and children with bombs. They are being... Uh, evil. They're not the children of Abraham. They're the false, uh, the, the, the Jews who say they are Jews and are not, but do lie in Revelation, the synagogue of Satan. So they have no real claim to being Israel itself. And in fact, they are the tribe of Edom in the end times, the Gog and Magog war enemy, uh, the children of Satan. However, they have basically titled their country Israel and told everybody, hey, that's us from the Bible. Believe us. And you have to believe that we're God's chosen people or else. And uh, people have bought it up until recently, for the most part. Um, you know, they actually have zero evidence um, and all of the prophecies, et cetera, none of them apply to them. So if you actually want to test any claim uh, to see who the lost tribes of Israel are, for example, America is right there alongside the UK and Europe in Leviticus 2618, to be specific. If you do the math, 1776, there you go, America. God gave us the lost tribes of Israel, America, and he told us if we don't follow his law, they, the false Israel, will be your deep state. It was all right there in the Bible. Very specific. We are two minutes um, to midnight, uh, and you know, hopefully you, you come back uh, sometime in 2024 uh, if, if we still have internet uh, and there's no bla uh, rolling blackouts and stuff, but uh, two minutes left, you know, any other thoughts as we round out the year and go into what I think many people are saying this now. Doug Casey, who I'm a big fan of, the international man I've interviewed, he's down in uh, Uruguay, I think right now. Um, he put out recently saying 2024 is going to be absolutely uh, record-breaking and not in a good way. So uh, your, your final thoughts, and then you can tell us again where are the best places we can find you. The, the deep state have never been so greedy and or desperate before. Um, they're very close to victory, but they're also deathly afraid of an uprising. So I believe that they're going to do some crazy things this year for sure. Um, I don't want people to just believe what I say, just like scripture says. And I, I, again, I was a lifelong devout anti-God atheist for most of my life until my 30s. But just like scripture says, it's good advice. Test all things and hold fast that which is true. Don't believe me but go test the things that I say. I have laid out the arguments, the evidence, and the supporting science, history, anthropology, etymology, et cetera, all there on the Serapayam.com. Um, the best link for people to go to is the Serapayam.com slash his story revealed. And it's a great, uh, it's a great collection of some of my top links and such. And you can 
find your way there for the evidence. Yeah, not all, myself like you. No one ever told me anything. I just read the Bible by myself. Um, I examined atheism, all of the other isms, and I just came back to the Bible. Made yeah. the most sense for me, given everything that's going on. Well, have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Dustin, uh, and hopefully uh, talk uh, again soon. Thank you. God be with you all.